the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about saving and building up wealth and uh, and how to do that. And actually, we talk about some of the, the, the challenges of our time as well and where we're going from here and how you can protect yourself. Uh, our motto and our philosophy, as listeners know, is, is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Take advantage of your company retirement plan. Take advantage of your uh, of your uh, uh, of your savings plans. If you're with with the government or a, or a, a private nonprofit, that all they have the, these qualified savings plans that that lets you put away money for retirement. It's automatically, so they make it very simple. But it's even better than that. You get a tax deduction for every dollar you put in, so you're getting part of your funds back. You know, as soon as you pay your taxes on it, by doing this, the government is subsidizing it. Then they let you put it into a the, the IRA, a 401k, a 403b, 47 plan. It grows tax-free up until you decide to retire. That That is, there's no better deal than that. You know, the greatest in, investor in the world, Warren Buffett, or one of the greatest, is, uh, you know, people forget. Warren Buffett is an absolute master at not paying taxes, of avoiding taxes, whatever it takes. There's Warren Buffett. Uh, he sells Geno's. I think it was he sold Geno's Pizza, and then he accepted stock in the other company to avoid paying the taxes. Did some. He he. Why did, why is there an insurance company in Warren Buffett with, in Berkshire Hathaway? Because he originally figured out, hey, if I if I form an insurance company, then I can grow in there tax free. Warren Buffett uses every method he can to reduce his taxes. And here the government's giving you basically what Warren jump through hoops and, and just do all types of things. They're giving it to you for free. So take advantage of this opportunity. Take advantage of your tax deductions. Grow your wealth. Save at least 10% plus the company match. You say, you say Ted, why do you save 10%? It's real simple. The research has shown it's a little over 13% you put away each year and you'll have enough money for retirement. But typically most plans have a three, two, three, four, five, six percent uh, match, company match. And so, I, you know, if you, if you do the 10%, you're usually there or pretty close to it. If you absolutely can't afford it, uh, do something, do three, four, five percent. Then when you get a raise, do seven, eight, ten percent. And then you'll never see it. You'll not worry about it. And it's there, and, and it builds up wealth over the long term. Uh, the you know it, it, look, the problem is is with the dollar. It's let me pull one out of my wallet here, and uh, the it, what does it say on it? It says Federal Reserve note. It used to say U.S. Treasury note, but the Federal Reserve is taking control. We know the Federal Reserve is going to make dollars go down every year in value. Now they, they just increased the uh, the balance sheet three trillion dollars a record. Uh, they're printing money like crazy. There's a new theory called modern monetary theory MMT that says, look, the federal government is the government. The U.S. is a government, so they can't really go bankrupt. 
but not like an individual or a corporation. They're fundamentally different. So if they run out of money, they can just print more money, and it shouldn't be a problem. It, 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 and this is this is this is coming out of Harvard and you know some of the prestigious East Coast schools with the smartest people in the world. Yeah, and so you know, in fairness to them, they are the far smartest people in the world. Not like you might say, "Hey, wait a minute." If you study five thousand years of history, you see that clearly doesn't work and ends up in an inflationary spiral. But then they repeat to you that they've done the research and they are the smartest people in the world. And so we know. That, that that dollars eventually are going to be depreciated in in, in in these programs are going to be depreciated and so you're going to have to you're going to have to depend on yourself to save money and build up wealth over the last uh you know 20 30 years uh interest rates have done nothing but go down inflate inflation's gone down and therefore interest rates have gone down the fed's going to try to keep interest rates down for the next couple of years but eventually you're going to see them raise rates a lot more. Uh, inflation is coming back, and when it does, uh, the, the rates are going to skyrocket, and, so you, and you're going to have to plan for your retirement. When that inflation kicks in, it's going to depreciate the value of your Social Security, of annuities, and all types of other stuff. <laughs> so you have to have things that can grow through inflation. And and that's that's a real important thing. I mean, we we look. We're in election. We have no idea who's going to be president of the United States. Evidently, it, it, one thing we know for sure is is we have an incredibly flawed elected system that is subject to ramp, rampant corruption that that's now coming out. So we don't know. The Democrats get in there, they're going to spend money. We know that they have a two, three, four, five, ten trillion dollar. Uh, new new green deal. They're going to wipe out the oil and gas sector. They're going to you know get rid of the cattle ranching. They're going to get rid of uh, oil uh, uh, gasoline powered cars. They're going to institute a carbon tax. You know Joe Biden said he's not going to raise taxes on 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 people under four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, income taxes. He's probably right, but they're going to stick you with carbon taxes, all types of fees, and all these environmental carbon taxes in the new green deal, that's going to all be borne by the middle class. It's going to be through fees. It's going to be through carbon tax. It's going to be through penalties. If you drive a car, you're going to be penalized. If you drive more than a certain number of miles, eventually they're going to want to herd everybody into, into cities. So what they're going to do is just try to penalize you for driving further out to the suburbs where it's safe. And, 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 and it, there are more Republican conservative values and you don't have the corrupt inner cities that nobody wants to live in so they're going to try to force you back into those cities herd people back in using using the green deal and all this other you know the futurist nazi uh you know central plan communist central planning that they plan to put in place and so you have to protect yourself in that environment you have got to sit there and plan for your retirement which is going to go 30 years in the future and nobody sees how a spiraling deficit Spiraling spending, you know, a crazed New Deal, out of control modern monetary theory. We all know where this is going to end, and it's going to end up wiping out the dollar. And it's one thing, and if you just look at the value of of the dollar on on a real inflation-adjusted basis, it's gone straight down since nineteen was it seventeen or nineteen actually nineteen seventeen? I think what a coincidence. when the Federal Reserve came into power, it's done nothing but depreciate, and it's going to get worse. It's going to accelerate. And when it does, you're going to have to protect yourself. People over the last 20, 25 years, they basically have ridden up a free ride from the S&P 500, and that's all coming to an end. We've got low taxes. Taxes are going up on corporations. They have the lowest taxes on corporations. The Federal Reserve has taken interest rates to zero. The, the European Central Bank, almost every single government in the, in, the, in the European Union is borrowing at negative rates out to two years. So interest rates can't go any lower. Interest rates are a function of, of stock prices. They've taken as low as they can. They've taken the, the, the taxes as low as they can. They've fired as many workers as they can. They've moved as many, many closed as many plants and moved them overseas to make even more money. It's as good as it's going to get. We have sky high stock prices, the highest in history, uh, based on, uh, uh, total market cap to GDP based on, uh, price to earnings based on price to cash flow, based on price to sales. 
Some cases, it's the highest. Others, it's not. But almost everywhere, it's one of the two or top three of all time. And, and so where do you go? And then if inflation comes back, that's going to increase interest rates. Inflation, that's going to cut the value of, of 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 earnings going forward, which is going to reduce, which is going to reduce the value of stock prices, and so you're going to have to protect yourself. It's going to be the next ten, probably twenty years. It's going to be much more volatile. You're going to see more inflation. It's going to be the opposite of what's happened in the past. And if Joe Biden gets in as president, we're pretty sure we all know where this is going to go. And uh, he'll put a few he'll put a few people in front. Hello, what's her name? Brannard at the Fed, uh, Fed. She'll probably be Treasury. They'll get some conservative people in Treasury and economic and stuff like that, and they're going to put radicals all over throughout the rest of the of the administration, and the economy is going to ultimately slow. So, so this is the world. So you're going to have to protect yourself in that type of world, and it's going to have to be more planning out for the future, planning for inflation, and, and we're already starting to see it. You know, countries around the world are stockpiling commodities. Uh, you know, we, we've been talking about commodities here for, for months now uh, on the show, uh, saying that you're going to see those start going up. Uh, if, if you look at the, uh, at the uh, uh, what is it called? Here it is, the uh, Invesco Agricultural thing, uh, uh, ETF. That's been going down for 10 years. It's starting to rise. It's starting to break out. We're seeing that go higher. Uh, China is stockpiling agricultural commodities. China is stockpiling uh, metals. They're stockpiling copper. Copper hitting new prices. They're trying to get out of the dollar. They want to protect themselves. And so we have a thing, a world that's shifting. And, and, and so I, I think more than ever, it's going to be important to protect yourself by saving aggressively, invest conservatively for the new world that, that's going to come about. Uh, and it's not going to be – I don't want to paint a tremendously gloomy picture. What I'm trying to say is it's hard to be positive if, if Biden were to get into presidency. I mean, it's just – you know, I mean, these people have been fundamentally dishonest in everything they've done to the American people. But but the economy is going to come back. We, You know, we've got vaccines coming up, which is going to at least encourage people to go out. You know, Pfizer came up with the vaccine. And by the way, what's with Pfizer? Five days after the election, they announced they have they, their, their approval of the vaccine. And, and you say, no, Dad, it was six days. No, it was five because they let the Biden, the Biden people on the Biden campaign know the day before, before they told, told administration officials that, that were, were fighting the coronavirus. Then they, tried, they denied that the virus was funded. When it came out, they denied it was funded by, by Operation Warp Speed, which was a lie, a flat-out, bald-faced lie by Pfizer. They clearly, Pfizer, tried to throw the election. If this would have come out two or three days before the election, Donald Trump, they could have cheated all they wanted to. They wouldn't have overcome what the people that would have voted for Donald Trump. They, they, Don, Pfizer basically tried to throw the election to Biden. They tried to, for the sake of, of, you know, maybe they can get some more profits from Biden. They basically stuck it to the American people and subverted the democratic process in this country. I don't know why. Why was that leaked to the Biden administration? Why was that not released before the election? And, and uh, I mean, Pfizer, this is a corrupt organization. I'm not going to take their, I'm not taking their vaccine. I don't trust these people. If they're going to lie and, and deceive the American people before the election, what's in that vaccine? And I can tell you what's in the vaccine. It's an RNA uh, type of vaccine. They, there's DNA in it. They put, the, put it into your body and and, 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 and cells pick up the DNA and start producing the antibodies. Well, that's pretty good. But here's the problem. They don't really know. This is brand new. What else, is, what else could it cause your body to produce? They don't know that. I wouldn't trust this vaccine. I'm not taking this vaccine. And I'll tell you one more thing. The state of tech, what we're seeing out there is, is they're trying to pressure, like Live Nation said, what they're going to do is, if you want to attend one of their concerts or sporting events, and you say, Ted, who is Live Nation? Live Nation sells to Ticketmaster, these different, they control the ticketing for, all, for a lot of the, of the venues. And what they want to do is they want to mandate you have to have evidence of the vaccine or take a coronavirus test before you can go to the football game, baseball games, or, or concerts, or, or plays and things. 
and so that they're trying to force people to take the vaccine. What the state of Texas ought to do is we should outlaw uh, concert venues, airlines, and other people from, from mandating vaccines. Private corporations should not be mandating that the American people have to take vaccines or giving them out so they have to sit there and, and, and have a uh, coronavirus test. Because what they're doing is corporate America is forcing the American people into taking vaccines. It's not their place. Pfizer is not elected by anybody in this country. Quite frankly, Pfizer ought to be nationalized and the shareholders ought to be paid a buck period, to set an example for the rest of the corporations out there that are doing this type of stuff. They're not elected in this country. So the state of Texas, in my opinion, needs to, to pass a law for outlawing this type of stuff in the state of Texas. I don't need to have, to have a, a, a coronavirus to jump on a plane to fly somewhere to see my kids or something else in this country. That's wrong, and it's profoundly un-American. And, and, and again, these corporations are private corporations. They have no right setting policy. This is something we talked about on the Max Out Saving Show. We cannot let corporate America set policy in the United States of America. That's a fundamental threat to, to, to the people, to the citizens of the United States. Policy is set by, by elected officials in this country. That's what we have. This is not some type of centrally planned bureaucracy that's run run by whatever. Even the communists can say, well, we've elected, you know, they have elections in, in, in China. Well, there's nobody electing corporate executives. You saw what Pfizer did. It was, it, was, it was fundamentally dishonest on so many levels, and yet people expect us to take that vaccine. I wouldn't take that vaccine. The, the science is not there over the long term about this injecting DNA into human beings because you don't know what else it could do. Anyway, that, it's your choice. Uh, on it, but that's just my opinion on it. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on the Max Out Savings. We'll talk some about the markets, talk some changes on IRAs, and actually, where's the economy going from here? Some pretty interesting thoughts coming up right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Just talking about the markets, uh, things. Uh, look, 
all of a sudden, we've been talking about something on this show here for a couple weeks now, probably a month, about the Roaring Twenties. And all of a sudden, this is something you're hearing from the media. Uh, uh, Wall Street has suddenly picked it up. Goldman Sachs, the rest of them, are suddenly talking about the Roaring Twenties. Why are they talking about the Roaring Twenties all of a sudden? We were talking about it weeks ago. Well, the reason is, is the election is now passed, and it's now safe to talk about the economy coming out of the coronavirus. Because every, before the election, Wall Street and the mainstream media wanted you to think that, that all hope was lost and the economy was never going to come back. There's people out there say major people, major influential people saying we would never come back to normal. Even the Fed will never come back to normal. It'll never be right and everything else. And, and, and basically trying to scare the American people. A week before the election, it, it was like the uh, Andromeda Hey, the, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised the people on CNN and MSNBC didn't show up wearing hazmat suits while doing the newscast. And and now that that's over, and now that they think they got their boy Biden, and all of a sudden, hey, look at we're almost over. Fauci, like, look, we're near the end of this, and it, it suddenly everything changed. Which is another example of us how just how much we've been absolutely lied to by these people. It's just astonishing, and. Uh, so what are the Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties were 1920s. Remember the Flapper Girls? Uh, it was, it was, I mean, it was like, uh, let the good times roll. And uh, what, what happened there? Well, if you remember the, 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 the pandemic, the, the, uh, the flu of, 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 of 1918, it, it went through. And by 1919, it was pretty much winding down. And by 1920, it was gone in, in, in the economy boom. People wanted to get out. They wanted to do things. They wanted to travel. Uh, this is, you know, all they had to travel. They, all they had was a Model T and a, and a, and a train. And, and, and so they went out and did things. Uh, business boomed. Uh, people went out. They did. They, you know, they, they went to the, uh, to the bars, the speakeasies at the part of the time there. And, and it was uh, people were out. They wanted to be out. They wanted to see people. The same thing is going to happen with this when it's over. If, if you look at this, it, 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 there was two or three. There was kind of a couple rolling uh, things in, in the in the 1918 uh, pandemic with the flu, and then it was suddenly gone as as, as quick as it came, and uh, and it, you're going to see. It, and by the way, understand we're talking about 1918, 1919, 1920. They didn't have vaccines. They didn't even know what that was. They had virtually no medicine. They didn't have any ventilators. They sure the heck didn't have any uh, hydroquinoquinine or or other, uh, you know, uh, treatments that they're coming, the Lilly treatment or some of these other treatments that are out there, they didn't have anything. And, and yet they got through it. And so, uh, so here we are with the best medical in the world, and, and we're being told we have no hope. Uh, but, but people, it is going to end, and people are going to start coming back. You can talk, talk, I talk to people all over the country. We have clients all over the country. And people are fed up. Uh, even talking to some of my relatives elsewhere, they're fed up with it, particularly on the East Coast, up north. They're fed up with it. They're like in California. They're fed up with it. Uh, they're moving out. They're leaving. I'm talking to people. I'm moving, helping, uh, they, one of my relatives is moving, moving out, moving back to Texas. Uh, they've had it. They've had it with the lockdowns. They had it with the panics. They've had it with the, with the miserable lifestyle uh, under these Democrats, uh, you know, locked down, forced the country into this stuff. It, and they want to get out and do things. We're getting, and, and by the way, this is when we have, if you look at the death rate, it, it's going down. The mortality rate is going down. And so I, my favorite graphs are these graphs of deaths from corona, okay? And then so they have the corona deaths. And they have the United States, they have Italy, U.K., France, Germany. Okay, so the U.S. is way above all the other ones. Like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Our, 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 our death rates are two, three times what, what all these other countries are. But they never adjust it for population. If you add up Italy, the U.K., Spain, France, Germany, uh, and, and maybe a couple other, it's about the same as the United States, 330 million. But... And so if you add those up, so if you add up all the, the deaths in Italy, the U.K., Spain, France, Italy, all of those, Germany, they, their death rates are much higher than the United States. But you don't hear that. You just hear the scare tactics coming out of the mainstream media. And if you look at it, 
the mortality rate is falling every day on this thing. We're going to get through this. It's not an easy situation. It, look, I wear a mask when I go out. Uh, typically, I wash my hands. I've got hand sanitizer. I use the what was it? Uh, uh, I use the Revival Market's got some fantastic stuff. It smells like scotch. It's great. Uh, you know, I, I use all that stuff, and I'm pretty cautious. But I you understand risk, and I think most people understand risk out there. And so, so it's not as bad. They again, they keep making it bad. They keep making it bad. But once this is over, and the American people's tolerance is running very thin, very quickly, you can already see the Biden is backing down the lock, backing off the lockdowns because they know people aren't going to tolerate it because they're fed up with this stuff. But after it, this is the key. Economically, we can expect some growth. Uh, you're going to see a lot more driving. You're going to see a lot more flying coming starting probably in the spring of next year. People are going to want to get out. They're going to want to do things. They're kind of done, and they're, they're through with this. If you get the vaccine, look, and they talk about, oh, we're not going to have enough people get to take the vaccine. Well, Pfizer's going to get 600 million doses, and there's 330 million, and they're talking they won't be able to vaccine everybody till 2022. And we're like, wait a minute, 600 times three, even if it's two doses, it should be done next year. The problem is they're sending a huge amount overseas. If this is paid for the, by the United States, the American people, look at your medical bills. Look how much you're paying for drugs. That's a subsidy to the entire world. Why shouldn't we get the, the virus first? We can send 20% of it overseas. I don't have a problem with that. We want to help the world. But why are we always trading off working people's, uh, you know, I, I'm not taking the virus, but if people want to take it, they ought to have the ability to take it. Why is it always the working people in this country have to bear the burden, have to do the work, have to pay the taxes for everything, but when it comes to the benefits, they don't get it. The, the, this elite class at the top in this country wants to give it all away. They called it, uh, uh, what was it, distribution diversity. What the hell is that of some Harvard professor? I mean, it's just astonishing. I don't know what comes out of that piece of crap university. Excuse my language, but... It's like, what about the working people in this country? That any of the vaccines should be distributed first here. We can give 20% to people overseas, but our people should be taken care of. That's what the Chinese are doing. They're taking care of their people first. It's just astonishing to listen to these globalists come up with this claptrap that they're doing on this. Uh, It's going to be pretty easy. Look, a large portion of the population is not going to take this vaccine. I can tell you. Look at the numbers. They don't trust it medically. Uh, the RNA is, is, is brand new technology, and I, I don't plan to be a guinea pig for Pfizer. It, it, and so, so, but it, but it should be available for people in this if, if they do want it, and it should come here first. But once these vaccines start coming out, people, there's a group of people that are terrified to leave the home. They're going to start coming out. They'll, uh, the people like me, I'm going to be out anyway. Uh, a lot of lot of people, so they're going to be out anyway. They're, once it starts going away, the virus just kind of vanishes. That's what happened in 2018. They're going to want to come out. This is there's going to be a big demand for driving. There's going to big be a big demand for for automo, uh, you know, for automobile. There already is a demand for automobiles. There's going to be fly. I told you, if you want to fly next year, you better get your tickets now because the prices are going to go up and they're going to go up a lot. Uh, same thing with cruises, everything else. And so the economy is going to recover. Look, a lot of restaurants are in trouble out there. A lot of restaurants, I've, a couple of them I went out to eat this week at the office. Two of them were closed. I couldn't believe it. And it just suddenly shut down. And But people are going to come back. They're going to want to go out. They hadn't gone out to eat for, like they used to for, 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 it's been nine months. You know, we'll probably do another two or three months. They're going to want to go out. They're going to want to do something. They're tired of being at home. And so this economy is going to come back already. Unemployment rate went under 7%. It, it, it Just recent numbers, it's coming back. Companies are doing well. There's business being done out there. These restaurants are going to have to hire. They're going to re, have to restock. People are going to drive. Oil prices are going to go up, and, uh, and that's going to help out Houston. That's going to help out the country. People are driving. Uh, there's a huge demand for automobiles. There's huge demand for trucks. There's waiting lists for RVs. People are wanting to go through. This economy is going to come back, and we're going to get through this. And so so what, where, where does this go from here? A couple thoughts. This is going to put pressure. It's, it, right now, we have interest rates at zero. If you look at the 10-year, it's gone from about 
it's gone from a bottom at 0.51% around the 1st of August to hit 0.97 just recently. It, 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 and so interest rates are starting to go up. The Fed has got rates at zero. I mean, you're getting zero on your money market funds. And, and so this is going to cause that pressure on interest rates over time. And this is going to lead to a shift in investing. We've had 30 years of declining rates to the point, again, or talk, said earlier in the show, interest rates going out two years for government paper in mo- almost everywhere except, I think, Greece in, in, in the uh, European market, negative, negative rates. That can't get any lower. So rates are going to start going up. Inflation is going to start going up. That's going to hurt high-growth stocks. That's going to hurt high-PE multiple stocks. That's going to hurt the technology sector. Uh, Technology uh, and the growth, it's going to hurt hurt growth, which is the technology. It's vastly outperformed. Uh, Over the last four years, growth has vastly outperformed value to a tremendous amount. And and, and that's going to change. Uh, Growth is up 28%. This year, mostly on the back of just a few very large five, five or six massive tech stocks are pushing up the valuation. But in value is actually down this year, but that's starting to shift. I mean, we, 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 we shifted into some more oils a couple of weeks ago. They were up, were up very nicely since then. These things are starting to turn. Uh, but understand, remember, and you say, well, Ted, look at all the growth we're going to have in technology. Yes. In 1999, there really wasn't a much of a slowdown in technology. It kept the build-out happened. The, 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 the internet happened like everybody thought it was. But, the, but after 1999, it kept growing. But the stocks, the economy kept growing. But the stocks collapsed in technology, and that's what I think you're going to see here. I think I don't think, I'm not saying they're going to collapse, but you're going to see them go down. They're going to underperform, and value is going to start coming back. So you say, what is value? It's it's companies. It's it's companies that manufacture things. It's, it's companies that, that build things. It's companies that oil and gas. It's, it's mining. It's uh, those type of things. Uh, you're going to see demand go up for these. Look at the cars. There's waiting lists for cars right now. There's demand for the engine makers. Cummings Engine. There's demand for equipment. There's going to be more building. There's going to be an infrastructure deal. We, look, no matter who is elected president, it's Biden or Trump, uh, there's going to be an infrastructure deal. More demand there. Uh, look at uh, prices of commodities. Copper's going up. Uh, silver's going up. I, I saw a study here uh, by uh, uh, one of the big, I think World Bank or one of them, I think it's 20,000 tons a year for silver's used. Uh, they think that could go to 400,000 tons. Uh, this was in t- 2017. It was done somewhere uh, uh, around 2027, 20, another seven, eight years, 400,000 thousand tons of silver used just for solar power type of things. Look, whoever gets in there, their solar and wind is going to continue to go up some. Uh, and, and, and so the demand for these products are going up. That copper price, that copper is a big warning sign. Demand for these products are going up. These are growth companies. These are value companies. The oil and gas sector, I saw a thing, oil and gas, uh, one of the energy ETFs is yielding 6, 6% right now. Everybody hates them. The, 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 the energy sector right now is 2% of the S&P 500. Now, you know, we've been talking about this for a month or two, saying it's been about 1.7. It's starting the rally up of the S&P 500. Back in 2009, it was, 20, it was, it was uh, 16%, the same ratio as the technology sector at the time. The tech sector is like 27. So we're seeing this shift back. And so this is – so. And again, we're going to see the rise of inflation start to come back. The Federal Reserve has even said they're going to let inflation, quote, run high in their target. So it's going to go over 2%. So all of these things are leading record low interest rates, an accelerating economy. Uh, deglobalization is going to continue. The American people aren't going to tolerate uh, Joe Biden if he gets in there giving all the business back to China. That's over and done. The American people understand the risk to China. And he's going to be under even more pressure because we have very clear evidence he's been, he's been engaged in influence buying with the Chinese through his son, Hunter Biden. So he's going to be under additional pressure to be tough on China. So all of these deglobalization, all this is going to push people to need to, to come back, business to restart. There's going to be 
once this economy starts going, there's going to be a need for workers. And right now, there's a lot of people unemployed. We're going to get it back. This is regardless of who comes in because this is this stuff has to happen. You're going to have to see a, re, a reboot of the economy once the virus is over, like like the uh, like 1918 virus. This is why you're hearing the big institutions, the Wall Street banks, start talking about about the Roaring Twenties. This is we've been talking and telling you about this for about a month. This is where it's going to go. But understand, we're going to see a shift in here. Uh, and so this is something we want to continue to watch. I think the precious metals still look good. The oil and gas sector looks good. The mining, these are all going to profit. The, we're starting to look at the at the auto companies. Uh, all of this stuff is, is, is going to play through. I mean, the idea that everyone was not going to have a car, remember that? And that everyone was going to live in big cities, in their little apartment building, just like New York. That's all gone. People are moving out of the cities. It wholesale. They hate the places. They're miserable. They're coming out, but if they go into smaller towns, if they go into, they need a car. So people are getting cars. This is creating more demand for for car. It's a funnel. It's back to America's roots of of, of of where people enjoy life. They want to be out with other people. They want to be out where they feel safe. They want to be out where they have some privacy, where they, where where they can enjoy nature. They don't want to be cooped up in cities run by. Uh, controlled by you know radical Democrats that want to uh, basically mandate their every move. Nobody wants that. We're a free people. Tell you what, we're coming up here in a quick break. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We're going to talk some more about this where the market's going. Some more changes. Today's I'm going to be discussing that. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. So we're talking about the economy is going to start accelerating in here. Uh, look, right now, the corona, we're in another wave of the coronavirus pandemic. It's coming through. These are about these, these things last about a month or two, and then they just kind of fade off. It's worse up in the north right now. And, and, and so that's going to slow the economy down some. But look, the market's up. It's right up near a high in here. It, 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 we're not sure exactly who's going to be the next president. Uh, it, 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 you know, Trump's got to come up with, with evidence. Very clearly there was fraud. The question is how much. I mean, I, this has been the most ridiculous 
uh, most fraudulent election I can ever see. And I don't think we can, I, they, unless they do something, we'll never, basically, we lost our ability as a democracy because every election is going to be rigged going forward. It, but uh, we got to have the evidence. And, and, and so and, and this is so we'll see what who's going to happen. But but if Biden gets in, it's going to be much more radical, higher taxes, environmental spending, uh, massive re-regulation. Uh, you know, it's going to be a battle to stop the, the globalists from getting in and, and sinking. In. And we've got we, we're this close to getting factories back into the United. They're moving back into the United States all, every day. And we've got to keep that going. And it's going to be tough. Uh, but uh, so we'll have to see. But. But the market, the market's pretty expensive in here, as we've talked about in, at length on the show in our Max Out Savings report. Uh, so, so I think, look, I think you've got to be a little careful in here. Uh, if if, Biden, if if people think Biden's going to be the winner, I, I think you've got a, a week, basically six weeks to stale stocks. I think there's a lot of people in technology with massive profits, with with hundreds with of tens of millions, hundreds of millions, and billions of dollars worth of profit. And they've got to be thinking, hey, Biden said he's going to convert taxes to uh, ordinary income. You know, uh, if, if they win in Georgia, they'll be able to do that. I think you're going to start seeing selling in the technology sector coming into year end in particular. I mean, uh, Jeff Bezos sold $3 billion worth of Amazon stock a couple weeks ago. I mean, these people are pretty smart. They can kind of see the writing on the wall if this is going to happen. And, and so I, I think you want to be, be careful. So I, I do think you want to be careful with the market. I think you want to start laying in the, in the stocks that are going to grow for the next 10 years. And, and they're going to have to be more value stocks to, to rebuild the economy, to rebuild manufacturing, to rebuild infrastructure. Whoever's president, that's where we're going to go next. And, and, and I think this is something we want to look at. I think it's going to push rates up over time. I think we've got a window into sometime next year, and then rates are going to go up. And, and I, I, what I really fear is sometime in the future, the next recession, the Fed is going to go off the deep end, and the dollar is going to fall apart. And that's why the precious metals and those type of things. So this is some of the things we're looking at. Uh, tell you what, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the Max House Savings Show. Uh, big announcement came out. The IRS has kind of clarified some regulations. Uh, starting uh, in 2020, you can now contribute uh, to your IRA if you're over 70. We get a lot of questions about this on the show and from clients. Uh, so this year, you can contribute to your IRA if you're over 70. Before this, if you were over age 70, you couldn't contribute because they didn't want people contributing and then having the RMD. The RMD, required minimum distribution, uh, for next year has been moved up to 72. Now, remember for this year, there's no required minimum distribution uh, for, for your IRA. So you don't have to – and keep in mind, make sure you talk to your advisor on this. Some, in some cases, these things are automatic and people aren't careful. And so make sure – talk to your advisor. Make sure you let them know you don't want an, uh, a required minimum distribution this year unless you want it uh, because uh, you're not required this year because of the coronavirus. Uh, and you can also this year put in uh, money if if you're uh, over 70 for an IRA for the first time. Now, keep in mind, you have to have ordinary income, in, 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 earned income is what that is. And basically, earned income is earnings from a job or self-employment. So you have to have some income to do it. Uh, also, when it comes to the uh, qualified uh, charitable distributions, the QCDs, uh, this is a great tax break. If you want to give money to your church or college or whatever, a larger amount of money, you can take up to $100,000 out of the IRA, and it pays it right to the right to the uh, foundation or whoever you want to give the money to. And and it, it and the, and the $100,000 doesn't appear on your on your uh, adjusted gross income. It just goes it just goes straight out there, which helps you out with some of your tax situation. But if you do do a QCD. You cannot put. It's gonna. They're gonna. Your deduction is gonna be limited to some. Ex, they're, they're gonna add back whatever money you put into the IRA. It's a little complicated, but uh, bottom line is, uh, no RMDs this year. You can for 2020. You can put money in if you're over 70 years old into your IRA. Couple changes there. The. 
Okay, a couple things. If you've got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show. If you want to get in here, 713-339-1070. Now, by the way, our, our Saturday show is live, so call in. If you're on listening on Sunday, it's, it's a recording. We uh, replay the Saturday show because there's been such demand, uh, so you can't call in on Sunday. <laughs> the Looking out, uh, oil and gas sector, uh, a huge rally in that sector this week. If, if you look at some of the companies, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to pick some up uh, here over the last week. We've already owned some. We're down some in those, but they, they really bounced back, and we averaged down, so we're doing much better in those. Uh, big move, if you look at, at some of the uh, oils this week, here it is, you're just looking at Royal Dutch Shell, it's up 17 and uh, 0.4% this week, and it went up some last week as well. I mean, these are big moves in the sector. This is something we've been talking about on the show, saying, look, this is a value. Whoever wins, it's not going to be that bad for the oil and gas sector. Uh, and, and there's going to be, if Biden gets in there, there's going to be enormous amount of push and lobbying. And all these Democrats in Texas and Oklahoma and Pennsylvania and Louisiana, all through the South and many places, they can talk a big game about getting rid of oil and gas, but when there's jobs on the line and they start really getting, there's going to be a lot of pressure not to bother the sector too much. Uh, I, I think a lot of this is going to happen through regulation, which really worries me. But, uh, you know, they're going to get through it, and I think most of the oil and gas companies that are now managing, instead of for production, they're managing for uh, long-term growth, and they're managing for profitability. Whereas before they would manage for long-term production growth, now they're managing for long-term profitability growth, and that might be uh, production growth. To give you an example, Exxon, we like Exxon. Uh, yeah, full disclosure, we own it for our clients. Uh, the, there's a lot of, I get a lot of things, hey, Ted, uh, there are a lot of negative news on Exxon. And the and negative news is basically this. Exxon's dividend is too high. And, and it's yielding about 9.9% right now. They have to cut the dividend. They're not cutting, covering the dividend, which is a little frustrating to me. I, I, I mean, if I had my way, I would have cut the dividend, blamed it on the coronavirus. And then because if you look underneath Exxon, Exxon's got a phenomenally good production growth curve going forward. Now, the environmentalists say, oh, my God, this is terrible. Exxon's producing more oil. Well, yeah, they're going to make more money from the oil. But that's their job. That's their responsibility to shareholders and, and to the working people and the communities that depend on them for jobs. That's their responsibility. But, but they're very low-cost reserves. They've got fantastic reserves in South America that are really ramping up. In a couple of years, you could be doing a million barrels a day out down there, uh, Guyana, places like that, uh, Brazil. I mean, some of these are, are – they've done a phenomenal job of keeping the cost down. And so they've got a good production growth curve of low-cost production. And so it's really frustrating when everybody looks at the dividend. Once this production starts kicking in around the world over the next two years, they're going to have plenty of money for the dividend. If it was me, I would have cut the dividend because it just causes you – know, everyone just fixates on the dividend. But it's a phenomenally well-run company, and they, they've built – the stuff coming out of Ghana and a few other places are very low cost, very high quality. Uh, and, and so this is you know something I think we're going to see going forward. And as, as remember, once the virus is out of the way, if there was no I want, I want something I want you to understand. If there was no vaccine out there, this virus would go away probably sometime at worst case, uh, late 22, first week of 21. At first couple of months of 20, it would be gone if there was no virus. That's what happened to, to, the, to the virus. That's what happened to the 1918 virus, they had they had nothing. They had virtually no medicines at all. They eventually they would take them outside because fresh air seemed to help people recover better. So they built tents outside. They really didn't have much. So, so this is going away one way or another. When that happens, there's going to be more driving, more oil and gas usage. Oil is going to go back up over fifty dollars, and and I think it's not going to go to. 60, 70, I don't believe, but it's going to go up enough to where they make money. At the same time, the energy companies have been working hard to reduce their their uh, break-even points on this. So they're much more profitable at lower prices, and they're going to manage for profits going forward. So I, I like the sector. Uh, I, I like the precious metal sector. I like the electric sector. Uh, more electric cars is going to be more electric usage. It's going to require more copper. It's going to require more silver. It's going to require more metals, all types of things to get that done. 
So again, this is all industrial heartland type of stuff, and I think you're going you're going to see that change. So the so expect look the economy is going to come back in the spring. It's going to come back nicely based on on the on the research similar to the to the nineteen eighteen virus. And by the way, that was a much worse virus. People don't realize the nineteen eighteen virus that that killed much younger people in their twenties and thirties. This virus. People actually under the age of 40, it's very, very little effect at all, and it's really much older people. And, if, again, if you look at that mortality rate, this has gone down much more. I mean, I think you need to be cautious, but this is nothing. The, 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 the 1918 virus was much, much worse because it, it took people out in the prime of their life. And so now we've got some vaccine. You can take the vaccine if you want. As I said on my show, I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't trust Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer basically, you know, was was involved somehow getting the the information to to the Biden camp before it got to the government of the United States and the Trump administration, which is inexcusable. And uh, I, I think the people can't be trusted. I, they they then they tried to say that we they that the Trump administration operation warp speed, uh, which which they I think they backrolled like ten different vaccines. Uh, with billions of dollars, they said, look, we'll pay for it. We you know we got to get some of these to work. And then Pfizer denied they were part of the program and lied and then had to correct themselves. These people can't be trusted. How, if they can't tell you the truth, how can they tell you what's really in that vaccine? Think about that. You know, it's anyway. So a um, couple things to think about. So, look, I think you want to be careful. A lot of cross currents coming in right now. We, we've got the we've got the the coronavirus is spreading across the country now it's going to slow the economy down we're not sure who's going to be president of the united states initially look they're not sure now so biden's trying to put on the best possible face the most moderate people the most you know so everyone thinks he's just going to be a continuation of donald trump once they're sure they're they're safe then you're going to put the radicals in there and then look out that's going to spook the markets if they think if they think Biden's going to put those ta- – which he has told you he's raising taxes, doubling the capital gains tax to over- or to make it ordinary income, a lot of smart people are going to start selling out in the year end, I think, now. Now, there's a poss- – I've seen some other people say, no, it'll go up in the year end and then look out next year. Either way, it's, it's a tough market. It's a very expensive market. You want to have higher levels of cash. You want to diversify. You want to start moving in to that shift from that, from growth into value. That's the next change. You have to start planning for your retirement for the inflation going forward. And we're going to write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Uh, by the way, if you're not on our list, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's a free report. We write about all these issues. We talk about these things ahead of time. We were talking about the Roaring Twenties ahead of time. We were talking about the crash of the stock market in 2007 with the, with the financial funds. We predicted the failure of investment banks. All of the stuff we write to help you out. We talk about the new uh, talk with the IRAs. You can now give if you're over 70 and a half to your IRA. It's all in there. Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Until then, or if you need some help with your retirement, you can set up an appointment there. Just uh, Until then, just remember to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. And we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors.